Listeners, remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Row provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Row Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro.co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. I was just grabbing my cocktail. Oh, yes. I know you are away from your mic. Yeah. Welcome to Housewives of True Crime. Welcome. Welcome. Clink, clink. Clink, clink. What's your cocktail? Back to the margaritas, Tabby. I know. You know, I wanted to go to Mexican food last night just so I could have a margarita, mm. and my husband chose sushi instead. I made them spicy this time. Oh, so good. So good. Today, we're talking a little bit about a deceitful doctor. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's almost like Dr. Death. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's such a good binge podcast. If you haven't listened to that one yet, for sure it is. I First, you say, should probably binge all of ours, catch up. This is then a, head over to Dr. Death. This is a Dr. Death 2.0, I guess. Okay. Or maybe like a 0.5. Okay, cool. Okay. But before that, let me tell you, Gretchy. Tell me. About this carnival I went to. Oh, yeah. You know, it's at a school, a Catholic school. Yeah, it's like a big thing. Like, seriously, every year you're talking about this carnival. I know. It's it's something that my kids look forward to going to. It's real fun. It makes Why? Me... Is it just like the fair? Yeah, it's like the fair. But it makes me real nervous because they set it up in one day. Oh, yeah. This year... Though, you know what made me even more nervous? What? Two things that happened there. What? One was a little girl, I don't know, maybe eighth grade, because the school goes up to eighth grade, wearing a crop top shirt, little booty shorts, and the shirt had a Playboy bunny on it. Um, Nothing against the Playboy bunny. I think it's real cute. Playboy is like the least of, that's classy. Yes, for yeah. sure. It's not a hustler. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd be letting my 12-year-old or 13-year-old girl go out of the house like that. Oh, no. I saw some little girls at the harbor wearing, I mean, they were like 10 maybe, wearing like sports bras and yoga pants. 
No, 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 no. And it's like, it's not, but it is. I was like, something's not right with that. No, it doesn't, doesn't sit well with me. I'll tell you that. No, 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 no. There's a lot okay, going on. Okay, so we right don't now. like that. Yeah. And so then, but you know, I got over that. I got myself a cocktail, which is real nice that at this carnival they have cocktails. Oh. So I grabbed myself okay, a cocktail. And right lo and behold in the cocktail area, I'm walking by and and I see this commotion going on and this man is on his knee proposing to his girlfriend. At the carnival. Yeah. Did they meet at the carnival years before? That's why he chose to. I have no idea. It is definitely second marriage. Okay. Oh, a second marriage proposal at the carnival. Well, I'm thinking so. They looked older than first marriage. Like maybe okay. both of their kids go to the school there. And I don't know. But Give I'm me like, more. Did he have special fireworks shot off to make it? No, no. It was just in he the. He just um, was like, pass the corn dog. Do you want to marry me? Yes, in the beer garden. In the beer garden. Yeah, it was classy. That's real classy. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Okay. This is something this year. Uh huh. So you ask me if it's a big deal. I guess it's a freaking real big deal if you're getting proposed Apparently to Apparently it is. Yeah. You know, I saw a proposal at the Outback Steakhouse back when we used to oh, work I there. Oh, I did too. Yeah, it's probably the same one. Yeah. I mean, I think I actually saw more than one. A gentleman had us put rose petals on the table at the Outback mm. before his girlfriend got there. You know, I was proposed to at a restaurant, not by this husband. <laughs> <laughs> and I've only had one husband. Only one husband. But I've had two fiancés. a couple times. You know how it is. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love me? Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, right? Just right? Propose all over the place. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I actually, when the ring came out, the restaurant was so dark and it was in a red box that I thought, and it was on a plate, I thought they were bringing me Jello. <laughs> I'm not even <laughs> kidding you. I was like, what is this Jello? I thought it was Jello. And then he got on his knee and I was like, oh, oh, oh God, it's not Jello. <laughs> it's actually a box. Yeah. Again, mm. didn't work out. Didn't, no, it didn't. Well, I'm trying to think. I had a little situation at school this week. You did? I did. And? You know, usually how I just, I drop my kids off in their line mm-hmm. and then I just get out of there. Yes. There's all these parents that stand around and like wait and Chit-chat. watch the teacher take them to class. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I ain't got time for that. Right? Mm-hmm. But I decided to stay. You know why? Because I was, when I was walking my kids over to the line, there was this little girl who is very bright. I don't know if you recall, but at open house night, her father informed us that oh, yes. she needed to read to him every night because he can't even read to her anymore because she's such a prolific reader. Yes. Yeah. So bright little girl. Well, bright little girl's got an attitude. Apparently, she was real mad at her daddy because he didn't bring her extra credit which I didn't even know there was extra credit. <laughs> you got demoted possible? actually from from. I got Walmart. demoted. My my teacher said at the conference, like, don't even just catch up on the sight words. Like, don't even try to like freeze Dude. your brain with all this extra and homework nonsense. Extra credit? I mean, yeah. forget about I was it. Like extra credit. Wow. This little girl really needs some extra stimulation. But that being said, she started 
whacking her dad with her backpack. No. Yes. And I'm like, you know, I'm, you know, the best thing to do when you see a kid throwing a fit is like, don't give it any attention. Mm-hmm. Just walk away. But I walked away and then watched from afar, you know. She is yelling at him, whacking him with the backpack, and he is tapping her on the head. And this went on for 10 minutes. No way. 10 solid minutes. You know me, I cannot keep my mouth shut. So I'm standing around to the other parents standing next to me, and I'm like, look at this fool. Walk away. Sorry, little girl. We did not bring the extra credit. Don't hit me. He, this child was hitting him. He's tapping her on the head. And you know what? She didn't stop until the teacher came out and walked all the kids. As soon as the teacher came out, she said, sit down. Little girl listens to the teacher. She knows who's boss. The dad is not the boss. The dad is not the boss of that little girl. No, 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 no. Well, that's going to be a serious situation past first grade. Oh, yeah. She's going to want a pony and a beamer real soon. And she's probably going to get and it. And she's probably going to get it. Yeah. Just remember that little boy is telling you drive, not little, he's 16, but he was driving a G-Wagon the other day and oh, I just could God. not. I couldn't. I'm like, who gives their 16-year-old a G-Wagon? Somebody who wants a 2020 G-Wagon. They're like, here, kid, take the 2018. Yeah, you're probably right. But sorry to all my three children, you're not getting a G-Wagon. Mama doesn't even have a G-Wagon. Tabitha complains about when she has to ride around in her friend's G-Wagons, too. She's like, you know what? I don't even get this shit. They don't even have good cup holders. I know, but now they upgraded. (laughs) All my friends now upgraded to 2020 G-Wagons. Those are much better than the older version of G-Wagon. Because if you're going to pay like $160,000. It should have a cup holder. Needs to have a cup holder. You think? Tabitha's got Starbucks cups going on all over the place. Oh, God, I do. Yeah. Addicted. Yeah. I'm addicted to you. All right. Tell me a story. Oh, my gosh. Gretchy, here we go with this story, okay? I don't even know if you are going to believe what I've got going on today. Got to think back. Back to the year of 1997. Okay. That's your heyday girlfriend. Mm, Yeah. Actually, it wasn't your heyday. It wasn't my heyday. You were having like some issues. I was having some issues, but 2000, that was maybe my heyday. Yeah. That's That's around when we met. That's when we met. Mm -hmm. But right before that, maybe not so good. But anyways, 1997 for me, I still was in high school Mm. Mm, because I'm so much younger than you. throw that younger day. (laughs) What a bitch. And in this small suburb outside of Buffalo, New York called West Seneca. Have you ever heard of that place? No. Well, it's got a population of 45,000. That's probably why. Oh, okay. Very small. Okay. You can buy a pretty decent house for $150,000 there. A real nice house. God bless it. I know. A real nice house for $300,000. And hot damn, dude, I found a mansion on five acres of like gorgeous grounds Yeah, for just over $900,000. Oh, Lordy. So again, Gretchen, maybe we need to move. Let's move. Yeah, but guess what? It's like zero, negative, zero, zero, zero degrees right now. And it's not by a beach. Okay. So maybe we'll stay. We'll stay for now. For at now. least. 
so this small town had a plastic surgeon running around town in his Ferrari named Dr. Anthony Pignataro. Okay. You heard of that guy before? Nope. No. Have you heard of that last name before? No, but I think a Ferrari is a real dumb car to be driving in all that snow. Like, how do you put you put chains on that car? I don't know. It's red. It's a red Ferrari. Small. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. So Dr. Pignataro was known for a couple things besides going to the gym and looking in the mirror. He invented a snap-on hairpiece that he drilled into men's skulls. Uh, so, gross. <laughs> basically, it's like you have a toupee on your head that snaps in place so it can't like blow away or like shift or anything. It's actually pretty genius, I think. So he was his own guinea pig. His dad was a surgeon and he had his dad impl- implant these basically like snap bolts into his skull. And then that, you know, like that sounds real painful. Heals over and then he just snaps his toupee in. And itchy and gnarly. Well, you know what? A lot of men thought it was a real good idea. Okay. Okay. And it looked good on him. It did? Yeah. I mean, he was a good looking guy. And you know, guys with hair generally look better than without hair. Oh my God. Just today, I saw a picture of my friend, Brad Davis, who is a listener. Hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. Back when he was playing professional baseball mm-hmm. and he had a full head of hair, and I've only known him without hair. Okay. I died. Was he completely good? different look? Oh, yeah. It is completely different. Is he good looking both ways? Absolutely. (laughs) Is he better looking with hair? I wouldn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Brad. Very, very different. Okay. So I can, it makes, I'm just saying, makes a big difference. It does make a big difference. I mean, people look completely different. Mm -hmm. But some of my girlfriends that have brown hair look completely different than when they have blonde hair or vice versa. Oh, as soon as my hair gets brown, everyone is like, oh, God, are you sick? Oh, listen, I look horrid with brown hair. So, No, just have brown hair. Well, this guy, you can only imagine, he didn't just like himself looking good. He liked when his women looked good. And so his other thing that he liked to do was boob jobs, as they called it in 1997. They don't call it boob jobs now. I think I still call it boob job. No, they call it a breast augmentation. Oh, sorry. That's a more PC term. Oh, sorry. Okay. The problem was that Dr. Pigmentaro didn't do things the way the laws were governed. He did things the way that he wanted. So instead of having a surgical center or performing at a hospital, he just did the procedures right out of his office. Instead Uh-oh. of hiring an anesthesiologist, he just had his wife or his, some nurse's assistant help him out. Oh, gosh. Oh, and actually, he was never even trained as a plastic surgeon. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Not even board certified. Not even trained. Scary. Super scary. Mm-hmm. 
So when this young 26-year-old mother of two named Sarah Smith wanted to get implants, she headed straight to Dr. Pigmentaro's office, not knowing that he wasn't really a plastic surgeon because to everybody around town, he was. And unbeknownst to her, she would never come out of the surgery. While the procedure was taking place, she started feeling pain. And since she wasn't fully put under, Dr. Pigmentaro just gave her more medication and she went into cardiac arrest. (gasps) At this time, Dr. Pigmentaro tried to resuscitate her, but eventually she would go into coma and pass in the next couple of days. So Sarah's family would sue. And not only was this exposed, but a lot more was exposed about Anthony Pigmentaro's past. He was actually obviously not the fantastic doctor that everybody thought he was. Turns out he wasn't even accepted to an accredited medical school. He went to an an unaccredited medical school school in Puerto Rico, and he was fired from all of his medical rotations at the hospitals that he interned at for his egotistical behavior. Oi, listen, why do people always be trying to save money on the plastic surgery? Like, I know you want it real bad, but this is not where you go cheap. No, like don't get a Groupon. Listen, I got a Groupon and got Botox one time. We're real bad. It was real bad. It was real bad. Like one half of my face was surprised and the other <laughs> half was not. It was, I learned my lesson. You know who else did something real crazy? Who? My Pompey. My dearly departed grandmother. She went to her dentist and she had some droopy eyelids and her dentist told her, you know what? I think I could just put you under and take those out. You know, they got the gas, all this stuff. No way. Uh-huh. The dentist wanted to perform plastic surgery And on he her? did. Actually, she lucked out. It came out real good. But yeah, he he gave her an eye job. Oh, the, droop, the droopy skin. So God. she called and is like, well, you're going to have to pick me up because can't open my eyes. Oh, my God. So I, I had to let him do that. a little eye left. <laughs> she got real lucky. Yeah, she got real lucky. So it was also uncovered that Dr. Pigmentaro botched a few surgeries, wouldn't you know? including a facelift and a tummy tuck. All this evidence against him, he decided to plead guilty. And he was sentenced to six months in jail, $5,000 fine, and community service. That's kind of crazy, six months, because it's like if you assaulted someone, you'd get more than that, right? Yeah. He did his assault. I think so. I mean, he murdered somebody, really. Oh, Oh, yeah. He murdered her. And he only got six months? Yeah. (sighs) That's not justice. And the judge quoted, you will never practice here again. Okay. Okay. Well, off to the slammer he went. And his devoted wife, Debbie, stood by his side. Debbie was an Italian woman, and she was brought up with values and morals and was taught to stay in the marriage through thick and thin for better or worse. Mm -hmm. Actually, after Debbie married Anthony in 1985, she found out that Anthony was cheating on her and she went out 
went to her dad for advice. And her dear old dad, Italian father, said, you better go back, forgive him. Mm -hmm. One of those. One of those. So she had two children with Anthony. And all three of these people, her and her two kids, waited for their father to come home. Side note real quick. Mm -hmm. It is noted that Debbie did not know that her husband was doing anything wrong with not having, like, the right people assisting in the surgeries. She didn't know. That's what it said. Okay. I don't know. She's a nurse's assistant, so I want to so say that. So she should know. She should know, but. Okay. Well, maybe she just doesn't want to be liable. Right. Yeah. So in 1999, Anthony comes home from jail, and his infidelity and his ego take its toll on Debbie. Seems he didn't really learn his lesson in jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anthony Pignataro is still cheating on his wife. And not only that, he's asking her to lose weight and belittling her. What a dick. I know. So she decides to leave his ass. Good. However, it's only temporary. Ay, ay, ay. I know. He asks her to take him back. And she's got two kids, and what is she going to do? So she does. And her parents at this time, her mom is, like, supporting them. Okay. Because, you know, he's not a doctor anymore. Debbie starts coming down with this mysterious illness. All of a sudden, she starts feeling like she's got the flu. It's not going away. She goes to the doctor. They can't get a clear read on what is possibly going on. They diagnose her with pancreatitis, gastritis, among like other things, but nothing's like adding up. She starts having memory loss, nerve damage, and like chronic pain. Some days it's so bad that she's like in a wheelchair. She can't even walk. Yeah. Crazy, right? Yeah. Motherfucker is drugging her. Well, maybe. Anthony seems worried though. He's like sick about his wife's conditions. And although he doesn't have a medical license anymore, he's still like, hey, I was a doctor. Oh, maybe he's not drugging her because he can't prescribe her anything. No, no, he can't. Can't. Okay. So he's convinced that it's her gallbladder and she needs her gallbladder removed. And so he's kind of like working with the doctors because he's like, hey, I was a doctor. Maybe maybe it's this. And they were like, no, no, no. We can't even take her gallbladder out. She's so weak right now. Like she would die if we take her gallbladder out. So one doctor decided to test a piece of Debbie's bone marrow and saw something peculiar, something he'd remembered seeing in medical school when they were learning about toxins. And it turned out that Debbie had arsenic in her body. Ooh. Arsenic is super toxic. Yeah. And the protein, like, I guess it it adheres to, like, the protein in your hair. How do you get your hands on some arsenic? Funny you ask, Gretchen. Okay. The daughter said that the dad was putting out these traps in their house, like little ant traps. It was like, she described it as metal round traps. You remember these back in the day when um, they're like round little metal tins that I think the ants would like crawl in and crawl out or whatever. And there was only one manufacturer that manufactured those, and that has arsenic in it. So I think he was, like, 
getting a bunch of those and taking the poison out of it. Oh. Mm -hmm. So the examiner looks at Debbie's hair to basically see, they can guide, they can do a timeline of like how much arsenic is in her system mm-hmm. by her hair by date because of how long your hair grows. And yeah, like, that's some rad know. forensic files shit. Yes. Yeah. This episode is on forensic files. Oh, okay. Wants to see, okay. So the examiner asked the doctor, when's the funeral? He was like, no, she's not dead. He's like, whoa, she's got 80 times the lethal dose of arsenic in her body. Like they can't even believe she's alive. So during this time, and I kind of already outed the story I told you, but they were thinking like, who could be poisoning this woman, right? Anthony at the time was like, it's Sarah Smith's husband. He's retaliating against me. Oh, yeah. He starts saying like, I took his wife. He's trying to take my wife. So they actually looked into it and it wasn't him, of course. They He'd actually moved away to a different state at the time. So it was like, no, he's, he's out of the picture. And one night, Dr. Pignataro or Anthony Pignataro, let's call him now because he's not known doctor. She starts feeling the same symptoms as her mother. So she's got arsenic in her system and they're like, what in the Sam hell? Right. So they go back and recall, what did she eat that day? And Anthony, being the loving husband he seems to be, had made his wife a big bowl of soup. And the wife was like, I can't eat all this soup. So the daughter ate it. Oh. And they were like, oh, turns out dear old dad's poisoning. Oh, my God. Poisoning his wife. And the daughter just happened to, like, have the soup. Yeah. So he pleads guilty. Back in the slammer. Sentenced to 15 years in prison. Good. Yeah. What a fucker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So now you would think it's like over, right? It's not? (laughs) No. Okay, good. Because we got more time. So although Debbie got rid of her parasite of a husband, she actually unfortunately has to live with the side effects of this poison. It didn't just go away. She has nerve damage that will never go away. She still has some pain, but truly like it's a miracle she's alive. Yeah. What was his motivation? He just was like wanting to collect life insurance on her or something? No, they think the motivation was he wanted her to die on the table. That's why he kept pushing the gallbladder surgery, knowing that she would die if they did it because she was so sick. He would basically say, look, even my own wife dies on an operating table it's not out of the norm oh, for somebody God. to die. That's twisted. And then when that didn't happen, he already didn't want the wife. He had already yeah. fucking poisoned yeah. her. Yeah. He was like, get rid of her. He probably had some life insurance on her. Who knows? But thankfully, they found it out. Yeah. And what an idiot. I mean, he clearly had – he clearly like basically failed medical school. And they said his grades were super poor. He never, ever, like, got through a hospital rotation. I can't believe this guy was even a doctor. Yeah, well, you know that joke. You know, what do they call the person who graduates at the bottom of his class at medical school? A doctor. A doctor. I know. That's why you got to really be on it. Yep. My grandparents are so – they just – you know, I think it's the older generation feel that doctors are, like, 
supreme beings, almost like priests. Mm-hmm. And so they don't even want to have like a second opinion because they believe it know, so it much crazy. that they know. Yeah. But I'm always like, question everything. Yeah, totally. And a good doctor should welcome a second opinion. Totally. And they should welcome help. I love when people work in teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's when you get the best of the best because who knows what somebody else is researching or what up-to-date things they have that yeah. you don't, you know? Well, so anyways, Gretchy, Anthony decides to get his conviction overturned in just two years. He says, you know what? Debbie was actually poisoning herself. She was depressed, suicidal. She wanted to harm herself. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Debbie's re- reaction to that on the forensic files was something like, isn't that pretty stupid? Why would I like poison myself? That's the most painful way to go. Yeah. No she one would do that. Poison herself like to do it. Like take a bottle of sleeping pills. Yeah. And be done with it. Yeah. Sorry. Next. No. Yeah. And so they were like, I don't think so, Anthony. You got to stay in. Anthony spent the next years and years and years in jail and he was released in 2013. I, I was wondering if they let him put a snap on toupee in jail. <laughs> Do they still have the snaps, but no toupee? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Like oh. if you don't have a toupee, now you got these like oh bolts hanging god. out of your head. Oh my god. I don't know. I don't know. Well, in 2014, Anthony back in action in, you know, his little little town, West Seneca, and he decides to change his name. It's probably a good idea. Yeah. Good idea. He changes it to Tony Hot. Tony Hot. Okay. H A U T E. Do you know what that means? That term hot or hot? No, I don't. It means fashionably or high class. Oh. Puke. Totally puke. Yeah. He starts a new business called Tony Hot. Cosmetique. Cosmetique. Where he fancies himself an MD. No. Oh, yes. A retired MD that now does facial care. His website advertises the skin cream. It's called Hot's Secret. And it's the plasma protocol. Anti-aging treatment, which he calls the first and only skincare system formulated from one's own DNA-derived plasma. I found an old website or like archive from it because it's no longer there. And there is a blog post that he posts about this facial cream that's waiting for the FDA approval. He said he's been using it and getting great results. And he listed the products and all the pricing for the products. I mean, it's like a legit website with facial creams that have like that medical symbol but plasma. It. So is he doing blood? Because I feel like I've heard of that. Like people do like the blood facials. Yes. I think that's what it I can't understand because it's like you're using your own plasma, which means that yes, you're gonna. I think what he wanted. Which I'm not buying the whole blood facial thing. I it don't just, know. It seems like uh. so what I think he wanted to do, which is I'm sure would never get past the FDA, is he sends you the cream. And then you get, like, you draw your own blood, put it in the cream, mix it up, and put it on your face. Oh, my God. That does not sound sanitary. (laughs) I know. 
So he describes it by using your own plasma, but he's selling the cream for 30 bucks. So something's like not adding up. Jorgens. (laughs) Yeah. So all of a sudden his business goes from New York to Florida. Okay. Okay. So he goes down to Florida. I'm pretty sure he's run out of West Seneca because there's a lot of news articles on him. There's a lot of people looking into him. And I think that they're just like, dude, you can't wear a white lab coat. You can't say you're a retired MD. We're going to take you down to Chinatown. Yeah. And so he was like, I'm out of here. I'm going to myself to like Florida. Yeah. That's where the criminals are. And he starts his business there. And they try to also write some stories about him up in Buffalo, New York, to try to get people aware of him in Florida. His website is shut down eventually. I think nothing came of that. Cosmetique. Okay. Which is probably good. It's a good name though. Cosmetique sounds very Tony Hawk Cosmetique. Yeah. I think it actually good. is a really good name. Yeah, it's a good name. And the most recently he was doing elderly care, which he claimed to have experience in oh, administering God. medicine. Which is true, but shady. Shady. And at present time, I can't find much on him. I've looked like on his websites down, his LinkedIn, which is, he has a LinkedIn. It's private, which I'm not sure what the point of LinkedIn is. If it's private, it's private. I don't get it. I don't get it either. He also has a Facebook, which is private. And he goes by Anthony hot now said Tony. Yeah. Well, you don't need any of that to take advantage of a bunch of old people in Florida. That's right. You just need a charming smile and demeanor. I'm sure he has it. Oh yeah. And you know what else he has, Gretchy? He what? still has a snap-on toupee. He does. He does. No way. <laughs> oh, he does. my gosh. You, we got to post a picture of that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. So that's the story of Anthony Pignataro. Oi, Pignataro. I heard somebody else say that he's a real pig. Oh, yeah. 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 Dr. Pig. Dr. Pig. That could be the next Dr. Death, though. They yeah. could really dive deeper into like, you know, and like draw out that. Yeah. Well, it, it did lead to somebody's death. That's so sad. Yeah. And they can go interview everybody that he ever had surgeries with. I'm sure they can find more than, than I can in my, uh, you know, weekly dose of diving in. Rabbit holes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what is the moral of that story? Don't cheat on your wife. (laughs) Yeah. That wasn't even what I was going to say, but 100% don't cheat on your wife. And second, make sure you like know what your doctor is doing. Oh my gosh. I bet you he had some fake accreditations on on the wall when you walk in. I haven't been to the doctor in so long. Oh. I need to go. Tabitha goes to the doctor like every day. I do? You go to a doctor a lot. You're always doing like a blood test. You know, know. You check your levels. I haven't done any of that. <laughs> I do like to do that. Yeah. I just need to make sure that the vitamins I'm taking are are good. Are good. I haven't <laughs> been to the doctor since I birthed my son and he's six. Okay, Gretchen. I mean, I go to urgent care when I get like sick. But I, I know, but like don't you doctor. need to have like your your annual? I don't do that. Yeah, haven't done that. Okay. I need to get on it. You guys, (laughs) 
You can follow us in our Housewives of True Crime group and you can really give Gretchen some shit right now, please. <laughs> it's on Facebook. I'm she reads it. I to put it on the schedule. She's the one that manages that. Yeah. You can also follow us on Instagram. I'm making Gretchen post on um, yeah, the stories. Yeah, she's making me post, but Tabitha is the one that like, you know, I manage runs most the of Instagram it. show. Yeah. But I see it all. But you're, you posted the other day and you like commented on some of these stuff. Yes. So she's getting yes, better at it. You guys, right. we also, did we, did we talk about Himalaya Plus in the beginning? No, we didn't. We should talk about it now. Okay. So we have Himalaya Plus, which is where you can get extra bonus content and extra stories. Mm-hmm. And it's only $4.99 a month. And your first month is free with the code Housewives. And we're giving you a bonus episode every week and an extra crime story that's not on the regular podcast. And we're going to send you something in the mail. Plus, you get 10% off our merch. Yep. So, you guys, it's really and good. all the juicy details. Yeah, we're really, I mean, we dished it. And by the time you heard this episode, you're going to have a lot of content on there. Yeah. I think we're going to drop at least, probably have like three episodes yeah. to get caught up on. So check us out. If you like it, then keep listening to it. And if you don't, you can cancel at any time. But we hope you don't. Yeah. And we love when you rate us and review us that helps us on Apple. I know we say it all the time, but really, truly, we need help. I love it when you say it. It it warms my heart. It does warm my heart. (laughs) Because I know you mean it, but it sounds so... Does it sound cheesy, but it's so true. Yeah, but it's true. It really does. Gets us all warm and fuzzy. Oh my God, it makes my day. Every time yeah. I have a new review, I'm like, oh, God somebody bless loves ya. us. Tim10152. Yeah. So nice. So nice. Yeah. Thanks so much for reviewing us, guys. I know it takes like a little bit of time. And downloading the app for Himalaya, it doesn't take that much time, but you guys will love the, you'll love the platform. Very it's user friendly. And you'll find all kinds of other cool podcasts too. Yeah, it's they're grouped together really nicely. It is way better than trying to like go through iTunes. Yeah, I know. I like hate to say that, but yeah. I mean, we love you listening wherever you're listening, but yeah. if you want an even more user friendly experience, yeah, cool out. Yeah. So thanks so much. Clink clink. Clink clink. Hey guys, this week I want to recommend another podcast called Crime Salad. Like Chinese chicken salad, crime salad. The hosts are Ashley and Ricky, and they bring you true crime every week like us. They have stories like the murder of Kelly Ann Bates, and they go into some more gruesome details than we do if you are into that sort of thing. So check them out, crime salad.